Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good, thank you. Good, I'm glad. So we haven't talked for a couple of weeks, I believe. Yes, I, I've been delinquent. <laughs> no, hang, hang on one second, please. Sure. Sorry about that. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Hello? Uh, yes, I can hear you fine. I muted myself because I was moving. Sorry. So I was answering you, but you couldn't hear me. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Can you hear me right now? I can, yep. Great. Yeah. So where are you? Uh, I am in, uh, just flew back from Florida. Uh, I was in uh, Key Biscayne at a conference and uh, at the Ritz-Carlton, which was very tough duty. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, so a, I, uh, conference, a conference for work? or? Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Um, I uh, So I got invited through some work that I was, you know, have been doing, but... Um, uh, but uh, the conference actually included people that want me to go work for them uh, and or contacts potentially to do that. So it actually served a couple of purposes, which was great. Um, and uh, it was uh, pretty – it was a bunch of venture capital guys, so uh-huh. like, um, you know, equity guys that are looking for CEOs of companies. Yeah. Um, CEOs or presidents or – yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no. I yeah, know that. that. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
so it was really cool. It was uh, quite inspiring, actually. Um, uh, very cool. I, I couldn't have been happier. Uh, it made me, you know, I, I think it. Uh, I've had a hard couple weeks, um, and uh, I think it just it, it you know, <clears throat> got me more on track, you know, to how you know, the type of environments I want to be in and how I, you know, what what I wanted out of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I so said that was like, what, what was going on that you were doing, you were not doing so well? Thanksgiving uh, or? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was uh, a, a combination of things. I mean, Jen uh, and I continued to, my ex-wife, fight about the the bonus, um, you know, the uh, pay money stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the Wednesday I wrote her a cashier's check for I want to say like $52,000. Mm-hmm. Um, after, you know, agreeing verbally on what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. And then uh she uh, you know, said, "Oh, I'm not even going to talk to you. You know, I'm done. You know, this isn't what we agreed to and you know, like the when the Wednesday she was taking the kids and going away on Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, you know, it's so like um, you know, Jennifer was like, "Listen, you know, you should write her a note, get it out of your head." And I'm like, "You know what? No, I mean that's you know, I need to manage this, but I'm not going to be a dick on Thanksgiving. That's not me. You know, the yeah. fact that she wants to be a jerk is her. I'm not gonna." So on Saturday night, I wrote her a note back, and I, you know, I said, listen, here's all the facts. You know, basically, please feel free to take it to a lawyer. Um, you know, but I'm not having this conversation anymore. I consider this closed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so then Sunday, she... I would think that it would be really important. I, I'm guessing that you're not tapping, right? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Good guess. <laughs> Um, you know, so she came back Sunday and, uh, you know, said, well, you know, I think I got a fair deal. And, okay. um, and I'm like, yep, you did. Uh, you know, when are the kids going to be back? I want to see the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just, uh, now over the course of that few days, you know, beyond, you know, that, uh, and I still partially believe she's talking to a lawyer. Um, you know, and I give it probably twenty, thirty percent chance she does something uh with a lawyer. Um, you know, but uh you know, and then on whatever the Monday of Thanksgiving week or whatever I got, you know, to spend some time with Jennifer, which was nice. We got a little Thanksgiving thing we did and then she went away. You know, I went to see the kids Tuesday night. Then got up Wednesday and went to Boston, you know, went and hung out with a buddy of mine, went mountain biking, got up Thursday morning and did a turkey trot, um, had way too much to drink by myself on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, I think probably just so, inter- so, in- internalizing stress or whatever. Then Wait a minute, you know, wait a minute. So this was actually yesterday? No, a week ago. But a week ago, that was before Thanksgiving. No, a week ago was Thanksgiving. Right, I know. So right before Thanksgiving was when you went to your body and then ended up drinking too yeah. much on. Okay, that Wednesday night. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, um, got a little lost. Yeah. So tell, then, me, uh, tell me, what was going on there? Was it that, what was going on after on the Wednesday night? I mean, I just, you know, it's, it was, this is a, I was, I thought about it over and over again. This is the first Thanksgiving ever that I haven't been with my kids. Because in the past you would spend it with Jan and the kids? Um, well, I mean, we, so, um, and again, these are, you know, what they may be mistakes I made or whatever, but when, you know, we, I spent them obviously with the kids when, when I was married and then, Okay. Um, when we got divorced, I put a clause in the contract that every May, every holiday, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, uh, I think those are the biggies. Yeah. Um, that they were at home together. Uh, all, all of you, Jan, everybody, and kids? everybody. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I, uh, a year ago, uh, about the October time, I said, listen, I, I insist on Christmas morning, Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, the kids should be able to wake up in their house for three more years, right? In, in my mind, you know what, that's, you know, but the rest of it, I think it's too much for everybody. And, yeah. you know, frankly, they're missing time with their cousins or, you know, and, you know, we're not happy, you know, it's not like we're all, you know, it's all, it's all, everything's independent, you know, so it's kind of fake. Yeah. Um, so I, I said, you know, let's cut it out and, uh, on Thanksgiving and Easter and, um, and she said, fine, but I got them the first year for Thanksgiving. Um, and then she got them the week after Christmas. So basically the 26th, you know, that week. So we mm-hmm. kind of split the weeks, um, right. and then she wanted to switch it this year. Uh, so this, you know, so long story short, this first year without them, and then I just think, um, you know, I'm still not managing my health and stress well. Is as a general rule of thumb, I mean, I think, you know, I'm doing better than I ever have, but I'm still, you know, I bottle it up. I don't deal with it, you know, always constructively. You know, I don't. Um, like I don't keep my health top of mind consistently. Like I can do it for a few days and then I'm like, Oh, I deserve a break or, you know, whatever else. And I just, I don't have it patterned uh, correctly is I Mm -hmm. guess the way I would describe it. Um, Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, um, and then it went to my brother's on Thanksgiving day, which was very nice. And then, uh, you know, so the rest of the weekend was kind of just wandering around if I'm being honest. Um, you know, so it was weird. It was just a weird holiday. And you know, then, and so you didn't spend any any time with Jennifer? She was in Chicago with her family. Oh, okay. So she came back. She actually, I actually picked her up from the airport Friday night. Um, Friday during the day, uh, her dog uh, had, had to have surgery, so I actually picked up her dog for her and kind of dog sat Friday during the day. Then I picked her up Friday night from the airport. Uh, stayed over, you know, I slept on the couch, but, uh, you know, so um, stayed over and then got up Saturday morning, had a cup of coffee with her and left. So how long have you been with Jennifer? It's been a number of years, right? Yeah, yeah, years. Yep. We've been friends for probably seven, eight years, but we've been dating for four. So friends for about seven or eight and then 
we've been dating for about four years. Four yep. years, and uh, but it, and it was not. Um, I'm just I'm just curious, of course. This is nothing. But there was not a discussion or an option for you to like join her with uh, at her celebration to Chicago. That's not. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's a really good question. Um, so, um, and I don't exactly know how to answer it. Uh, what I would say is, if I wanted to go, I could have gone. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she, she goes with her ex-husband. Um, yeah. So, she, uh, so they spend like part of the time with her sister and brother-in-law and their kids. So they. You know, it's very important for her to keep her kids and her sister's kids close. And then she, she, Jennifer does a Black Friday shopping thing with her sister every year. They've done it since they were kids. Yeah. And then they also go spend time bringing their kids to his family, who also lives in Chicago. Um, okay. And generally speaking, it was a short, short trip, you know, like Wednesday to Friday. Um, so, I mean, I'm... You know, first of all, I, um, you know, I, I think it's it's the kind of the odd part of our relationship. You know, for the foreseeable future, you know, that's her nucleus. You know that, um, you know that I'm like I know her sister. I talked to her on the telephone. You know, I know her ex-husband. You know, we're friendly enough, but I back myself away from it. Um, you know, because I I don't want to make it awkward for her kids or you know make there be conflicts or, you know, so I tend to, you know, kind of pull away from it a bit. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and, you know, if we, if, you know, if we were ever to talk about going further in our relationship, you know, in my mind, you know, and I would, you know, love her opinion. I mean, for me to fly out there for a day doesn't make a lot of, you know, I'm yeah. going to fly out there for Saturday and, you know, be a fifth wheel on that, you know, situation that's been going on for the last whatever 15 years for them now if they wanted to change it if they said listen instead of doing that we're all going to go to florida right and Mm -hmm. you know or something different then i think that's different right but i I think for i I just think if breaking into a routine to me doesn't seem to make a ton of sense yeah yeah but that's i totally understand and that's what happens when the pattern change right like you had you had the Thanksgiving with your children and that it's like it's it's a very intense time of year yeah and you will be with your children for Christmas right yeah um yep I will be and uh and I get them the week after Christmas we're going skiing for a couple days and we're going to go up to Boston so and and one thing that I'm curious like what what has stopped you from consulting a lawyer regarding Jen? Um, I I mean I I'm pretty uh, pretty smart with the legal stuff. Um, not 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 trying to be arrogant, but I mean I uh, I pretty much wrote the contract. Um, okay. You know, uh, and then had a lawyer consult with me on any issues he saw in it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, but uh, felt pretty comfortable that I, um, you know, that I knew what I was doing. And then, 
you know, I guess the other thing I would say is, you know, um, I just feel, you know, and it's a horrible word, right, but I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, two adults have to be able to work through crap like this um, for the better of their kids, right? And, and most of the questions that you get confronted with, um, you know, it's, um, you know, there, there's a little bit of discretion, but there's not a ton. It's pretty black and white, yeah. right? And, you know, so, you know, so that was the letter I wrote her on Saturday. I'm like, listen, you know, you want the benefit of the doubt on both of these things. So let me tell you what the legal argument is. The legal argument is intent. So you're arguing the intent of the contract was that, um, you know, this bonus should be paid out over whatever. It was five yeah. grand is the amount she was fighting me over. I said, um, if you want to argue intent, fine, then I'll take the 28 grand back because the intent of the contract was never to give you a 2012 stock grant. Right. And, you, and I gave it to you because that's what the fucking contract said. So at the end of the day, you either want strictly what the contract says or you want intent. If you want intent, you owe me 23 grand. And go talk to your lawyer. Because I, yeah. I, I know what I'm doing, you know, I know what I'm doing. And then Jennifer is pretty smart with it, too. And so we actually sat down and said, okay, well, what, you know, if she wasn't going to call a lawyer, what's the risk? Right. Right. So get it out of the emotional side and get it to, you know, practically, what are the risks if she were to do that? And the answer I came up with was there are no real risks. It'd be mm-hmm. a nuisance. You know, it cost me 10 to 15 grand and, you know, because I don't want to put my through the emotional anxiety of it, um, right. you know, but I don't think there are practical risks. Yeah. Okay. So you're in, you're you're pretty confident with the whole situation because there was there was a part of me that was thinking, wow, if you didn't consult some you know someone, you gave her a check, and um, you still have you know proof that you've done all that. Um, so, just... so I do have a friend of mine. So you asked if I consulted a little. I have a friend of mine that's my tax advisor. And mm-hmm. uh, my financial planner, I've known him since I was 20 or 19. He's a really good guy, and I trust him completely. I show him every number before I send it to him. Perfect. And he and he has the contract, and he reads it, and he says, no, nope, you're right. This is exactly the right way to do it. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Just because I, I would like you to feel calm and confident when it comes to things with her, and yet, what you know? Are you able to let go of the the frustration and the anger that you know that come up when you have you know when you feel like you have to give her all that money? Um, uh, no. Like even now, I can I can tell like I'm all wired up about it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that's good. That's very very good. So so actually, are you tapping right now? Yes, I've been tapping. Yeah. Good. So. What is it that you would like to, if you were to express, what is it that you're feeling? And I want you to describe more what's going on from, like, your, you know, from your neck down. What is happening in your body? Yeah, just, I just like, tension and anxiety. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I've tried to think a lot about what the, my actual problem is with it, and I don't yeah. think it's, it's money. I mean, you know, um, I, you know, to me... Um, like how much more do I have to give? Like when is yeah. um, when is it enough? When is it enough? Right. And yeah. 
yeah. you know, um, is, is I think one whole set of feelings. Like, you know, I, I've given my time, you know, like I was, um, like if you said, what's your list? Like I drive back and forth. I was talking to my parents about it. I drive back and forth because she refuses to get off her fat ass and drive the 10 miles to come pick up the kids. Like I'll yeah. say, listen, it'd be really good if you could just come get them this weekend because I got to drive to Boston. I'm not coming to get them. You got to drop them off here. And I don't want yeah. my kids to feel bad, and I don't want them to see, you know, a fight. So I just get in the car and I drive the extra 30 miles. I'm the guy that drove back and forth to Boston. You know, I'm the guy that went through three freaking cars um, yeah. w- without asking for an adjustment or anything else because I didn't want my kids to think their dad left in any yeah. way, shape, or form. I, I, you know, I went to the concert. I bit my lip. I didn't say anything. I know she talked bad about me to the neighborhood. I didn't freaking say a bad word about her to anybody, right? Like, when, when am I done? Like, when have I, you know, done my penance and I, I get to just move on and be okay? Um, you know, and then I think the second part of it is um, I get so mad at myself for not being able to let go. Mm. Yeah. So tell me, tell me, yeah, yeah, but the two sides of the same coin, because it's like when are you done paying, and when are you will, when are you gonna be ready to let go? So yeah, I, I don't. It bothers me that it's that it still winds me up. Yeah, and and that's okay. So what if just for a moment, just for now, you consider the fact that you are not letting go, that you will. You refuse to let go of what? Tell me, describe, describe me exactly what it is that you're not letting go of. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting question. I don't, e- I don't even know that I think I have an answer to that. Um, no, you do. Your body does. You're not letting go of, of how I, Well, I mean, the, the anxiety, the tension, the, um, uh, the fact that I acquiesce too much. Um, uh, the fact that I, uh, you know, I uh, probably I let her, I probably let her, her control things still too much. Uh, I probably enable her bad behavior in a lot of ways. Um, so you, you actually, you're, you're giving, is it possible that you're giving up your own, your power? I have completely, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, let, you, I mean, maybe a better way to say this, I don't, feel like I have any power um, okay. and, you know, potentially, which is probably even worse, I don't feel like I have any right to, um, which I know sounds strange, but, like, no, I no, feel no, like... No, 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 that's good, that's good, that's good. Stay there, stay there and try to stay, keep your head out of it as much as you can, but I want you to, you know, repeat that. I don't feel like I have the right to have any power in this situation. I don't feel like I have the right to have any power in this situation. I don't feel like I have any right to have power in this situation because I've been the one that destroyed the family. Um, I, um, I that's a hard one. Um, I don't know that I accuse myself of that. Um, and it's uh, okay. Just let, allow to to come whatever comes up. I don't, uh, you know, I don't I mean, allow yeah, because I made the choice. Uh, you know, because I took something from my kids. Because I made um, a choice, and I, I like took took the family from my kids. 
What was it that what was it that was going on that you felt like I cannot put up with this anymore? Did you feel tempted by did you is that when you met Jen? When you, when you, sorry, when you met Jennifer? Um, yeah, I was tempted by Jennifer. I mean I finally had met somebody that was paying attention to me. Um okay. and was helping me, you know, yeah. and uh you know, saw things, you know, that um you know that um you know uh, um I, everybody else in my life told me what I should do for them and she was the first person that came and said you know you may need some things here why don't you go do this for yourself or so there's so that a part was, I want you to stay cuz there's a moment I, I've noticed when I work together there's a moment where words start being a little bit hard and that's exactly where we're hitting something okay Yep. So there's something here. I finally met someone that was paying attention to me, but and that and you felt you used even the word. I felt tempted to actually allow her to take care of me. Right? I wanted to just let that in. And can can you say that again? Just for you, for your whole body to take it in as you tap. Yeah, I mean, I um, it's without question, and it, um. I still, um, I struggle with it still, both in the Jen relationship and I struggle with it in the Jennifer relationship. Yes. Um, yes. Because it, it it limits my ability to completely be free with her because I still think I'm penalizing myself. Yes. Yes. Because, and if you had to, you repeat after me, because I grew up knowing and learning that I had my my focus had to be on other people. Yeah, I, I was trained like yes. a freaking dog that my focus was supposed to be on other people. Yeah. And the idea that I could get some attention and love was just not an option. Yeah. And this time I'm 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 still punishing myself for choosing me. I am still absolutely punishing myself for choosing me. Yeah. I have not been able to forgive myself. I have not been able to forgive myself. And that's why I torture myself with anxiety and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's why I drink. It's why I torture yeah. myself. It's why I try to escape. It's Yeah. And it's very uncomfortable just to be with you and just be, just take care of yourself. It just takes a very, it's hard to just well, so be why, quiet. But why, so why do I turn it into hate? Like what, what just went through my mind is I hate myself, right? Yeah. Like why is that? Is that just me not knowing how to love myself or like what, it, what caused that? So you grew up. So let, let's see. Let's let's try. I want you. To, I'm going to do it in a different way instead of speaking to your mind. I want you to close your eyes as you keep on tapping and see yourself as a little boy. Where I allow your mind to just show you a photograph, anything. It's okay. Okay. Tell me when you see him. Yeah, I got it. Okay. And how old is he? Uh, seven, eight. Okay. That seven eight year old seven eight boy and you you see him there, right? Yep. And 
just like if you were your son, and does he notice that he is receiving from his environment, mom, dad, and brother situation, he's receiving a lot of judgment. Can you see that? Yeah. So if he's receiving judgment, I want you to notice how does he? How does that make him feel? Is that is that your something you can stop? Yeah, no, it's fine. I'll stop in a second. Okay. Um, so I want I want you to see that there's there's the environment where he is in is very It's very there's a lot of judgment about how he has to be. There's a lot of very, like, rules about how he, who he has to be, how he has to act. Right? Yeah. So that actually, if you, would you be able to let him, like, can you see if you can make connection and just say hi to him? If you can do that as the adult self just going to talking with him. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, the, that age that, uh, that I pictured isn't, I don't know that that's an age I felt judgment. I felt a set of expectations. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I can connect into the theme of it, I guess. Um, I'm just curious, can you actually, is, is there a possibility that you could actually try to communicate with him, or is that hard? And it's okay if, it, if you cannot do nah, it. Nah, that, you know. that's, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, okay. What comes up? It's like it's just too much. Yeah, black. Okay. Okay. Black. Okay. Okay. So I want you to, like, repeat after me as you're tapping and you're saying this. There's a part of me that is is not interested in connecting with my younger self. Uh, There's a part of me that's not interested in connecting with my younger self. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to feel that powerless. I don't want to feel that powerless. I had to do as I was expected. I had to do as I was expected. And there was no space for me. There was no space for me. I was not being seen. I was not being seen. I was not being accepted and loved for who I was. I was not being accepted or loved for who I was. I don't even think I knew who I was. Still don't think they knew who I am. Yeah. And why would I want to go back? Why would I want to go back there? Yeah. So take a deep breath. And even if you just, without making contact with him, I want you to see how can you imagine, without, can you imagine what that child Almost like if you know, if you were, if he, this little boy were your son, can you imagine what he might feel like? Yeah, like I worry about it with my son every day. Yes. Is there a possibility that this child, who is you at seven years old, I know your son is almost twice that age, but at seven or eight years old, you know, this is a young boy, can you imagine that he actually felt really like tight, 
in, in the sense that there were so many expectations about who he he had to be. He didn't have much of a clue about who he was. But can you, would you, as an adult today, would you say that he deserved to be loved and accepted? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, without question. I mean, I mean you've you got to be a parent, but you also have to provide unconditional love and uh, allow your kids to be whoever the hell they're going to be. And, you know, you can guide them and, you know, you can teach them, but they deserve, you know, their life. They don't, they're not, they're not put on earth to live your life. They deserve their life. Yeah. And would it be okay if that boy, not you, but if that boy were to make a choice, okay, that would actually maybe hurt somebody, maybe it would hurt mom because he's not being as polite or as, you know, as good at school as he's expected to be, but he's actually choosing to do something else. Would that be okay? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. At that time, no. I know that. I know that. Absolutely. I know what was going on, right? But I want you to to see him, and would would it be okay for him to choose himself even if that meant that somebody else was going to get upset. I would encourage him to. Okay. So what would you tell him? If you could use words to say to him and to ask, you know, to really support him and empower him, how would you encourage him? Um, Feel confident in your beliefs. Communicate what your decision is. Be respectful, but stick to your stick to your choice and go on with your life and be free. Yeah. And what if that all that could cause some pain to other people around him? What would you say about that? Uh, that's not your responsibility. Is that true? It isn't. I mean, you can't live... I, I mean, this is a huge struggle for me, um, and I know the intellectual answer. I struggle on the emotional side because... I, yes. Um, yeah. so my answer is yes, he, you, you cannot, um, you cannot do that. Um, yeah. you, you live your life trying to make sure everybody else is happy. You're going to be dead and gone. And, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, they don't really want it either. They just don't know better. Um, yeah. you know, so that's why I said you have to just communicate it effectively because I mean, at the end of the day, Hey, listen, this is what I think is going to make me happy. This is how I feel, right? What the hell are they going to say? If they, if they say, well, it hurts my feelings, therefore you should do it, then they're the asshole, not you. Yeah. you say, listen, I've thought it through. I've, I've, I've done everything I feel like I can do to evaluate other alternatives. At the end of the day, this is how I feel. You know, this is what's going to make me happy. Yeah. It's funny, when I get into the circumstance now, what happens is I over-justify it. Yes. Right? So, yes, like, because, I, I have to... Because em, it, yes, because emotionally, emotionally, that's what you said just now, is that there's a part of you that still doesn't believe. So, it's exactly that. There's a little, there's a bit of a split. So, intellectually, you get it. You get it, you understand it, you have, you have clarity. Emotionally, there's a hook. So, yeah, I want to... Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. but I don't know how to deal with it. 
Right, of course. And that's the kind of work that we have to do. And it's about how can you communicate emotionally with that child? Because I have to tell you that as much as it's hard to connect with him, he's the one that is still feeling responsible for others. Really? Yeah, he's the one that still feels like if he, because for him, I want to tell you, this is a big difference. For him, for a seven-year-old who's completely... Hang, hang on one second, Laura, please. Hang on. Okay. Say that again, sir. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good holiday. Sorry about that. Are you there? It's okay. Yeah, I am here. I'm here. Okay, so are you, are you, are you in your car? Is that what you're at? Uh, yeah, I just, I was actually getting my car washed. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but now I'm back in my car and I'll just go park in a parking lot for us to finish the conversation. Good. That sounds like a good idea. So for as you're so you're driving? Um, yeah, I just need like two minutes. But you can okay. you can talk. Well I can I can tell you what, what happens is that for a seven or an eight year old, the disappointing mom or dad may mean that they're gonna cut him off. And if they cut him off for him it will represent that. Emotionally, there's a huge risk. So, I, you know, I, you know, you're in your forties. You know, but knowing does not actually help. That part of you that is internal is a young boy, who is like, no, I, I cannot upset anybody. So you have that huge internal conflict, you know, where you know that you need to make your decisions that you made the decision to, you know, to divorce Jen, and yet there's a part of you that is still like, well, it's not okay to really upset people. Well, I mean, I... Um... And it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's a different, you're coming from a different place, and that's where the hook is. And they're not, it's yeah, not so an intellectual can I, try, can I try with my language? So I... Okay. Um... My guess is, as a kid, I tried to make some of my own decisions. And and every one of them was met with, you know, some level of, you know, mild disdain to outright, you're an idiot, right? Um, and, you know, I, I probably made a handful of them that got, you know, then I probably got resentful and, you know, made a handful of them that were, a bit more on the audacious side just to prove that I still could, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, um, a cycle of continuous disappointment, you know, probably continued, right, for lack of a better description. And, you know, and then I learned, oh, well, I'll just, you know, for the frame of my life, I'll just live the way everybody else wants me to live you know, and, you know, kind of screw it. I don't even have to worry about myself, right? And then, yeah. you know, for the first time with the Jen thing, said, you know what, this is, you know, I use the excuse of my kids, right? Well, this is bad for my kids, right? This isn't, the you know, the right thing for them, you know. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the right thing for me. And I, I probably still haven't even reconciled that and just said, you know what, like, it's okay that it just sucked for you. 
Like, you don't have to do it for your kids. It's great that your kids get a benefit, but it's okay that it just really sucked for you and that she's a shitty person and she was a shitty wife, and that's not okay. Right? I mean, I I probably never even had that conversation with myself, right? Yeah. So so the, the hook is historically there and there in a huge way. So say that again. Um, um, I, I'm going to try to do this in a proactive voice, even for myself. But I, I also, for, so before you do that part, I want you, as long as you're tapping, I want you to voice a part of you that is still hooked. Because there's a part that is still hooked is a part that is, you know, drinking too much, getting extremely frustrated, and every time you need to write a check, you get, like, furious. So the part, that part needs to be expressed more. It's almost like, you know when you said that child that needed to go up to the mountain and tell the whole world to fuck off? Yeah. That's definitely there, but it's also that part also needs, that is the part of you that says, you know what? Well, fuck off with all your, you know, your expectations and me of being the perfect dad and being the perfect husband and putting up with everybody's shit because I decided to go up to the top of the mountain and send everybody to fuck off, and I am walking my, you know, my path, and you're holding, you know, you're holding me accountable for stuff I didn't want to do. And you drinking is actually shutting him up. What do you mean by that? You're actually, there's a part of you that is really pissed because there's a part of you that is scared or frustrated or feels hurt that somehow you let go of the family you had uh, by, by choosing you. And there's a part of you that said, you know, this is what I needed to do. Can you? It's like there's two pieces that are in complete conflict. And you actually drink to shut those voices down. You don't want to hear them. It's too painful to know that you, there's a whole war going on inside of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, that's my own voice. And then I hear other people's voices weighing in on, sides of the debate as well. But remember that all those other voices, even though that you're letting them in, and they're already yours. You have internalized those voices. Because I have to tell you, if somebody at work were to say, you know what, I'm going to just completely make this one up, okay? But I said, you know what, the truth is, you have no leadership skills. Would you actually allow that voice even in your head? No, I would think they're an idiot. Yeah, and you would be like, I'm not even going to waste your time, my time even listening to you. You have no idea what you're talking about. You keep on walking. Now, if some if somebody says something and that goes in and you repeat it when you're on your own, it, you, you found a hook, you found a mirror within you, and it's just reflecting. So the the whole process is about really uncovering that lid that you've been putting on using either, you know, anxiety, frustration, over-exercising, over-drinking, and it's like, okay, there's a part of you that still wants to fulfill everybody's expectations, and there's a part of you that completely rebels, whatever, you know, can be, we can completely rebel it. and where is the part of you that understands both sides and can actually take action, and make choices feeling confident and calm. 
which ultimately means translates as feeling free. It's not in reaction to, but like you said a moment ago, being proactive. But before that happens, you need to really give voice to all the, the two sides, the part that is still hurt because you not only you hurt others, but there's a part of you that hurt that young boy who wanted a family. He wanted a family. And even yeah, though I mean tough, I had a I had a family. I wanted a family that allowed for me to participate in, in the yes. way I needed to. Like well, I was more of an emotional kid and I needed that back and I never got it the way I needed it. Right. And in your marriage, actually you recreated a similar scenario as you had growing up where you played a role, but you were not being authentically yourself. Yep. So you actually recreated a situation for you to choose differently this time. And you chose to not continue to ask for something that was not going to be given to you. And yet, because there's a part of you that feels that you either gave up too soon, it was not the right choice, it was not what was expected, then you cannot even enjoy your relationship fully your relationship with Jennifer. Or in some ways the, your relationship with Jennifer is not fully providing exactly what you need what you want either. Well but, but also, no but no, I, I don't mean this wrong. With, if with all that anger and resentment and conflict and you know um just all the voices, all the noise. There's no fucking room for anybody to be in there. I got yeah. 47 people in my goddamn head already. Yeah. You know, not to mention the fa- fact that I've closed my heart off. You know, for the most part. Um, you know, so it's it's wh- wh- where is the space? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what about if you just like? Are you willing to let one of those voices just speak up? Right now, what is what is happening in your body? What are you noticing as you're like really a lot of tension in my stomach? Uh, A lot of tension. Okay. Okay. So just get. I want you to like close your eyes and really get in touch with that that tension and that space. Tell me if you see any color or any, what is it, what this tension is, what does it look like? What is it made of? And you? Uh, it's like a fireball. Okay. It's a burning, you know, red, orange. Um, yeah. Yeah. And is it is it if it's an emotion, would it be anger, frustration, hurt? Mm-hmm. No. Fear, anxiety, um fear, fear good. No, fear is good. Yeah. So I have a a ball a fireball of fear burning in my stomach. Can you say that? Yeah, I, I have a fireball of fear and anxiety burning in my stomach. You know, I was taught I was taught to never, you know, 
you know, be courageous and do things for yourself, right? I was always taught to be compliant, you know, to be, um, to, you know, be good, whatever good means. Yeah. And this this fear is that I I am. So what's the, what's the fear of? Uh, this is an, it's not an option for me to do what to be courageous. It's not an option for be for me to be myself. Because if I'm myself, then I'll disappoint people. I'll hurt people. I won't be the person they want me to be. Yeah, and that's not okay. Um, um, uh, I used to um, kind of say, you know what, I, I, I fucked that one up and just kind of laugh about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, weird way, like almost embrace failure. But, you know, think like your classic entrepreneur that's going to try 27 different things until the 28th one actually hits. That's what I used to be like. And what just crossed my mind is, like, I never say I made a mistake. Never. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was not a mistake to divorce Jen. It, yeah. it was a mistake to get married to her. Um, and I, you know, I regret that mistake except for the fact that I have two beautiful children. And, you know, um, but I fucked it up. And I I fucked it up staying married too long. Um, You know, I fucked it up escaping, you know, into the, you know, away from, you know, everything, you know, as a mechanism to try to cope. Um, I didn't communicate effectively to, to anyone what I was going through. I, you know, hit it all. You know, I screwed up a hundred things. But you know what? I learned from it, from it, and it's over. And the thing is, and there's a part of you that's still holding on to it. So what happens if you guys, can we stay with that for a moment? I want you to just say, I fucked it up. I screwed it up. I fucked it up. Yeah. I wish I had the courage to communicate. I wish I had the courage to communicate. But I chose to escape. But I chose to escape. And I screwed up. I screwed up. I just didn't have the courage or the information or the know. What is it that you didn't Tools. have? Either? Tools. They didn't. Okay, yes. I didn't know it was even possible to really communicate effectively. I didn't know how to do it. I, I didn't know how to communicate effectively. But I fucked up. And I screwed it up. Because I escaped. I completely hid. I completely hid. Is there any part of you that feels that if you didn't, if you communicated in time or if you... No. No. There's no doubt. No, she, when I did communicate, because I, um, uh, I did make uh, reconciliation efforts towards the end, um, mm-hmm. and 
you know, I tried to articulate. I, like, scripted it out and everything, you know, the things I needed. And, you know, at the end of the day, her position was, well, you know, you're not giving me what I need. So, um, you know, you know, basically it was all about her, which is all what it always was. And, it, you know, that's the way she grew up. And, you know, unfortunately, if you don't think I have the tools, she has, like, none. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, she owns that part of it, how she responded. Um, yeah. you know, when I made those efforts and, uh, and she owns everything she's done since then, which is a hundred times worse than anything I did. Is there any possibility that you actually had to go through that in order to learn everything you know today? Absolutely. And that you, like you said, you want to have your children. Um, I, 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 I can honestly tell you, Laura, my kids are better off with us divorced than they were with us married. Well, that um, I, have no, I have no doubt of that. Yeah, and and I um, I think I'm a better dad and a better person, and I think um, I will be able to guide them better in their lives because of everything that's happened. Yeah. I, w- without question. So I wanted to, if you say uh, right now, I I really screwed up. How true does that feel? Um, I I I. I no, no, just say you say it. Say it and allow your belly. I want you to. I want to know what. So say I'm not. I I I actually screwed up. I I screwed up. So here's where I get conflicted on it because yeah. um, I know I did, but yeah. it's not my fault, right? And I and I know that sounds strange. And the reason I say that is because she, Jen, ex, the ex, told me a thousand times, you know, you, you know, you're a piece of shit, you're a prick, you quit, you did this. So I, I am unilaterally willing to say, you know what, I made my mistakes. You know, but, but you know, you can't take the entirety of, of it and put it on me. It's not fair. Yeah. Now, I agree. But the hook is that as long as you actually just rationalize it, you're going to stay hooked. You need to 100% own the part that you, where you feel that you have screwed up, regardless of what she said, regardless of her side of things. Because as you very well said a moment ago, we cannot be responsible for anybody but us. So you take... But I, I, me hiding... Me, um, you know, not doing the work earlier on certainly contributed to the, um, I fucked that up, and it absolutely contributed to the downfall of the marriage, without question. Okay. Well, and and there's a part of you, I just want you to take a good breath here, as well as you can, to really... One more, and allow it to really just get into your belly, where it's like that is a piece. That's where it is. Just breathe in and just tap on your heart. There's a part of you that still wishes that you could have done a little something different. And I want you to just stay with that for now. 
Just let it, whatever you have comes into your head, it's okay. But there's a part of you in your belly that still feels somehow that you wish you could have done something different. It's a younger part. And you also know that the truth is that if you close your eyes and see yourself there and then, you actually didn't know how. And for some reason, it didn't occur to you to ask for help or support or there wasn't any available. You didn't even know how to ask for help because growing up, you actually didn't. It was not an option to ask for support or help, to feel supported emotionally. If you didn't do what others wanted, you were a disappointment. So it makes sense that you just try to do your best and when it got too painful, you hit, you escaped. That was what you learned. And now it, looking... It's yeah, so funny. I mean, it's so funny looking at it through the lens. I mean, I had my best friends, every one of them say, I, I wish you would talk to me. Yeah. And it's And it's essentially, but I didn't, no, I was supposed to. I thought I was supposed to come to you when I had an answer, not when yeah. I was having a problem. Yeah. But do you see how there's a part of you, especially because people were there and you didn't even, it didn't even occur to you to ask for help or support, there's a part, that's the part of you that has a hard time forgiving yourself that it didn't even occur to you to ask for help or to confide in someone that could have said, well, you know, do these, do that, go here, whatever it might be, talk with so-and-so. Yeah, I mean, I, um, uh, my um, mind and, uh, and heart um, were... Uh, completely unopened to that concept. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I want you to go underneath that because the reason, right, that they were unopened to that possibility, to that concept of having support and help is because of lack of experience. There was not an option growing up. You just had to do what was expected of you and that was the end of the story. Yep. And if you couldn't somehow fulfill those, then you just acted out in a way that uh, was not to be known, which means hiding or escaping. And, you know, drinking or having affairs or something like that, it's a very good way of letting off steam as long as nobody knows. You're doing, you know, it's just, uh, that's, uh, that's what you knew what to do. And yet there's a part of you today that wishes you could have done it a little differently. So tell me, how is your stomach doing right now? Um, better. Is it still I mean, that's exactly right. What you said is exactly right. I, I wish I could have been, I, I think the way I would frame it is I wish I could have been better. Like yeah. I, wish I, I wish I knew better. Like I wish I yeah. was... Um, I just wish I, I wish I could have been better. Yeah. And that's the piece that, that one is still, it's, it's there. 
but I, I, this is a piece that I really, we really need to release. I wish that we could, um, is there any chance that you, we could have a session early on the week next week? I don't even know what yeah. calendar is. Yeah, I can do, I can do Monday. Okay, I think I may still have some time Monday. If just Monday or Monday or Tuesday is fine. Just okay, would you can you please go to my calendar yep. there and just if you don't find something, let me know and I'll we'll make it work. Okay, sounds good. Okay, okay. Yep. Have a good weekend okay. and just just like see if you can just breathe this weekend. Just breathe and be with yourself. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do some meditation. Good. Awesome. Okay. That thank you. Great. Thank you. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.